It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning and welcome to Insight, a show about empowering our community. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Marl. In just a little bit, we're going to be broadcasting live from the 2019 Lupus Loop over by the Please Touch Museum. We are so excited to be there. And But first, we're going to be talking about the Philadelphia Association of Black Journalists, which has their annual gala. And we're also going to be previewing our last live broadcast, Walk of the Season. The walk to end Alzheimer's. Life goes around in full circle, and <laughs> we're going to talk about that full circle right now. Joining us in the studio is Manuel McDonald-Smith. He is the president of the Philadelphia Association for Black Journalists, and we also have Afia Tucker. She is Community Outreach and Communications for the 2019 PABJ Awards and Scholarships Gala happening on November 2nd. And I say full circle because... It was many, many years ago when, uh, Manny, you were 15 and you were my intern. And even then, I knew that you were something special. You uh, produced my morning talk show on Sunday uh, Morning Live. I yes, remember. Sunday Morning Live. <laughs> yes. And you are really awesome. And now you are working for NBC. I am working for NBC News. So I am assignment editor for the Northeast Bureau. And my primary job now is to uh, coordinate the correspondence for Nightly News and Today, uh, both those shows. Um, I mean, we work for MSNBC and a few other properties when we can, but really the big shows of the day, anything that happens in a 10-state Northeast region, deploying the correspondents, the producers, uh, whatever the NBC News resources are, I'm part of making that process happen. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud. <laughs> and what's what's so cool too is I've been obviously following your career over these many uh, years and uh, just seeing just like you just shooting up like a a rocket uh, going from one crazy cool job to another until now look what you're doing and also now you are president of PABJ which is having an upcoming uh, gala uh, scholarship and awards gala that's happening on November 2nd and Afia you are communications and community outreach tell us where and when and give us the details about the gala. I'm sure, absolutely. So the gala and award scholarship is going to take place on Saturday, November the 2nd at the WHYY studios in Philadelphia. I, the event starts at 5.30. There's going to be a reception first following the ceremony. So we're really trying to get folks excited to come out to celebrate these remarkable and exemplary honorees. We have amazing people who have long history like Manny and communications and media relations and community folks who we're going to be, you know, shining a bright light on, celebrating them, honorating them and keeping this 46 long legacy going. I want to thank you all so much for joining us. And I want you to tell us, Sophia, again, if people would like to buy tickets for this event or if they'd like to join 
PABJ, Philadelphia Association of Black Journalists, how do they do that? Sure. So if they want to purchase tickets, please visit pabj.eventbrite.com. And they can also visit us on the web at um, Philly, PABJ, I believe, org. You'll find all the information about our past events, upcoming events, and the awards gala. Yeah. And the fee is downplaying it a little bit, but, you know, it's even easier just to find us on Phil- at Philly ABJ on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, yes. we're on Twitter. And I think you guys are amazing at how much content goes out every day. So just find us on social media. You'll instantly be connected. And, uh, you know, even if you send us a, a, a you know, get up in our DMs. We, we exactly. respond. We do respond. Yes, we do. Slide into the DMs yes. at yes. the PABJ. That sounds pretty good. All right. Philadelphia Association Black Journalists, President Manuel McDonald-Smith, Afia Tucker, Community Outreach and Communications for the 2019 PABJ Awards and Scholarship Gala, November 2nd. Check it out if you are a storyteller. This is the organization to join, and this is the event to attend. A lot of that money goes to some very good causes, and it, this is an organization that is just rising even higher under the leadership of my former intern, Manuel <laughs> McDonald's. I'm trying to do you proud. I, you have made me so proud a hundred times over. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. I have a very close connection with Alzheimer's. One of my very good friends and very beloved colleagues, Don Juan Banks, passed away just last month. He was uh, relatively a young man. He was 62 and he had been diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's over 10 years ago. And so this disease took away so much of who I knew Don to be. And so I'm very, very much dedicated to raising awareness about Alzheimer's and also supporting efforts to raise funds for the Alzheimer's Association. So today, we're going to be speaking with a couple of folks who are going to tell us about Alzheimer's and also about the upcoming Walk to End Alzheimer's. We have Michael Williams, who's a longtime volunteer, and Samantha Sayward, who is Walk Director for the Walk for Alzheimer's. I want to thank you both for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. All right. I'm going to begin with you, Samantha. Alzheimer's is a disease that is affecting so many of us today, and certainly especially because we have this huge demographic bulge. It is the baby boomers uh, now entering into their 70s and 80s and even 90s. Tell us, first of all, what is Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's is a disease that affects um, the brain. So um, it really affects the way that people recognize facial expressions, um, and it's a progressive disorder. Um, and in solely destroys the memory and the thinking skills, and it destroys how people carry out really simple tasks. The Alzheimer's Association put out these no-10 signs, um, and a lot of them you'll see it in your family members and things like de- Increased in poor judgment, um, change in mood and personality. That person that you once knew to be happy and go lucky um, may come across grumpy and, and quick to anger. They do things like they leave their keys in the freezer where they normally wouldn't do something like that. So it really just affects daily life and daily activities. Certainly one of the um, distressing aspects of Alzheimer's is that there is no cure. And the diagnostic protocols for Alzheimer's are still not exactly perfected, right? 
and, and that's really what the Walk to End Alzheimer's is trying to do. We're trying to fund progressive treatments and preventative measures uh, for people diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. Michael, you've been a longtime volunteer uh, for the Alzheimer's Association. I wonder if you can tell us a little bit about why you're so committed. My mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's back in the mid-90s, and I took care of her. She was a widow. And I'm an only child, so it was my responsibility to take care of her as long as I could at home, but I worked full-time, so eventually I had to place her into a facility. And as you're aware, in the African-American community, that is definitely a no-no. I try to educate people now to look at options other than quitting their jobs and staying home. One of the challenges for us, uh, someone who has a member of their family who is living with Alzheimer's is that as a caregiver, it's a lot. It's, it's a heavy burden, a burden that people gladly take on, and yet it can be very taxing, right? Yes, extremely tiring. I am a, also a facilitator for caregiver support groups, and uh, a lot of people come in and say that they're tired. I've had a couple of my support group members had to be taken to the hospital for rest because they, they were under stress. Uh, Stanford University did a study that shows that 40% of caregivers die before the person they're taking care of. Mm, wow, that is pretty distressing. And as I am also very familiar with the challenge of taking care of someone with Alzheimer's, it certainly is important that we support the Alzheimer's Association because one of the great things about this organization is that it provides so much information and support and ways to begin to not only identify what Alzheimer's is, the symptoms are of them are, but also for those caregivers, right? Absolutely. So the Alzheimer's Association provides uh, several services for those caregivers. And one of the, I would say two of the services that we provide that are so important for caregivers is our 24-7 helpline. When you're dealing with someone who has Alzheimer's, I'm personally touched by Alzheimer's myself, we are that lifeline for those caregivers to reach out any time of the day, any day of the week for whatever they need. We also hold support groups. We have about 150 support groups groups that meet regularly in your local community so that you don't feel like you're so alone and you have a group of people that understand what you're going through. And the Alzheimer's Association, when you do call that helpline, it connects you locally with our local staff in the Delaware Valley chapter to do care consulting to figure out um, what the best path for you as a caregiver and for your loved one who's affected by Alzheimer's disease. Michael, I'm just wondering, uh, as someone who has been a caregiver to a person living with Alzheimer's, I wonder if you were aware of what some of the symptoms were. I mean, what's great about the Alzheimer's Association is they give you 10 signs. But I know that sometimes it can come on so gradually that you may not initially recognize what you're dealing with. Initially, no, I wasn't aware. In retrospect, yes, now I know. For example, we used to love to play cards. My mother and I played Pinochle. And all of a sudden, she was forgetting how to play. My mother was also a joker. So I thought she was just playing around, but in reality, she didn't remember. Right. Uh, The most telling tale for me, which I realized then, my mother used to drive a cab in Philadelphia for Yellow Cab Company. Mm. Her doctor's appointment was on City Line Avenue. That evening, I asked her, how was the doctor's? She said, I I never made it. I said, why? 
says, I drove up and down Broad Street and I couldn't find City Line Avenue. If you're a professional driver in Philadelphia, you know that City Line Avenue doesn't cross Broad Street. Right. At that point, I knew there was definitely a problem. That's when I took it to the doctors. You know, the other aspect of it, we see it on, on our side, uh, the side of someone observing. But for the person who is experiencing the effects of Alzheimer's, it has to be so scary and so upsetting when you find yourself not being able to remember the basic things like how to play Pinochle or where City Line Avenue is. So I imagine that for that person who is experiencing these symptoms, that, that has to be very stressful. Yes, it is. And um, they become depressed. They need someone with them. Yeah. And you talk to them. Samantha, I know that there's a, certainly a lot of research that is being done. So far, most of the research has gone into a, you know, like a dead end. It hasn't really resulted in any progress. But are we beginning to see at least a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel in terms of research? I'm so excited uh, to talk about this. We just yesterday morning, um, we were celebrating here in the office. Um, Biogen um, did submit. We got some positive feedback from a phase three clinical trial showed to reduce uh, cognitive and functional decline in people with high dose of this particular drug. So that is something that it's, it's, it's one of the first situations that we've ever seen. Medication decrease cognitive decline. That's the biggest win we've had with Alzheimer's uh, research. Uh, Alzheimer's research did also open two new research facilities, uh, one in Indianapolis and one in Georgia, to continue to find a effective treatment for Alzheimer's disease. Um, we're not letting up with this. It affects so many people. Uh, one in three seniors die over um, with dementia, and that's more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. Um, and it's something that affects millions of people around the country. Um, and we have so much support because we want to find a cure or we want to find effective treatments. So those are two new things that um, are coming down the pipeline that we're so excited about. Well, that is very exciting news. And also, we're excited about the upcoming Walk to End Alzheimer's. Give us all the details. I am so excited for this walk. This walk is the largest Walk to End Alzheimer's in the country. Uh, We are so Philly strong out here with this walk. It'll be at Citizens Bank Park. Registration starts at 9 a.m., Uh, We are fighting really hard to be the number one fundraising walk in the country. Right now, we have a battle with uh, Twin Cities going on. They just completed their walk. We're trying to raise $1.6 million for research and programs and support. We have an amazing community out here in the Philadelphia area, and we are just super excited for everybody to come out. It's going to be a little chilly like it is every year, but that's our goal, and and we think we'll, we'll hit our goal this year. I Heart Media will be out there. Some of our stations will be on site broadcasting live. And uh, once again, I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Michael Williams, longtime volunteer, Samantha Sayward, walk director for the Walk for Alzheimer's. The Alzheimer's Association is doing great work to support research and also raise our awareness about Alzheimer's, not to mention providing all kinds of resources for caregivers and those who are experiencing living with Alzheimer's. What is the website for more information and signing up for the walk? 
ALZ.org. Um, take a look at our program support and services, and there'll be a button to click to register for the walk. And also, in case I didn't mention it, um, the walk is November 10th. Thank you once again, all three of us touched by Alzheimer's. Uh, again, a shout out to and in memory of my very good friend, Don Juan Banks, who uh, experienced early onset Alzheimer's, passed away from the disease last month. We really want to support the Alzheimer's Association in his memory and also in the memory of those we have lost and for those who are experiencing Alzheimer's and all of the caregivers because we know what you're going through and we love you for that. Michael Williams, volunteer, Samantha Sayward, Walk Director for the Walk for Alzheimer's. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Morrill. We'll have more insight after these messages. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.